Yeah, good evening, everybody. Uh, thank you again for joining me in this teaching section. I want to thank God for what he's doing. I want to thank God for the amazing testimonies that are coming through for his word, the impact of his word in the life of um, you listeners who want to appreciate God for what he's doing. Tonight, what we'll be looking at is the identity and authority of a believer. The identity and authority of a believer is what we are going to be looking at tonight. I think the, the essence of this topic is just to bring our consciousness back to what was done as a result of the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus in the life of the believer. It is to reawaken our consciousness to the new covenant that we're working. The first covenant was with the blood of animals, but this covenant is with the blood of God. So it is important that we bring our, our awareness to what was done on our behalf. Because when you don't know, okay, your identity, when, when, when you don't know who you are in Christ Jesus, it tends to what? Puts you what? At a disadvantaged position. You start struggling as a, as a believer. The things that are made available for you, you can't even assess them because you don't know these things are made available for you. So this is why this topic is, is of great essence, just to bring to awaken our consciousness. Perhaps you've heard these teachings before, but you've not made anything with them. It is just to bring your attention back again that, see, look, this is what Christ did for you at the cross. This is what the new covenant entails. So this is also what, what authority is what available for you as a believer. With this consciousness in mind, you begin to what? To reign in dominion. You begin to walk in the realm what, of the supernatural. Because without you knowing who you were and the authority that is made available for you, how do you walk in the supernatural? Don't forget the Bible said something very clearly that we do not in the future, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but we're wrestling against principalities and powers and the rulers of what darkness. So if you must combat these rulers, these principalities and powers, you cannot combat them with logic. See, you're not dealing with an intellectual devil that, that wants to listen to your grammar. You're dealing with a devil that responds to authority. That is the devil you're dealing with. So it, grammar has no place. Grammar has no place. What has a place is content. What is embedded in the words you're speaking. This is what, what the devil what responds to. The devil is not interested in, in how, you, how you put your grammar. The devil does not want to know how you put the grammar. What the devil responds to is authority. So are you exercising your authority as a believer? Or it is another word, trend of what? Religion. So we, this, this is what we're going to be what, looking through the scripture, seeing what, what happened, 
what is available to us as believers. With this in mind, it brings what your consciousness to who you were. You begin to what exercise your authority as a believer without what any form of fear from any what realm. So, but before we go into what God's word, let's pray tonight. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the privilege again to gather here in your presence. Every time we come together to receive your word, it is a seed that is sown into our spirit. These words, they germinate when we water them through meditations, when we water them by revisiting them over and over again, storing them in our heart. They begin to what to germinate and what will begin to become a reflection of the words we receive into our spirit. And Father Lord, tonight we're asking the Holy Spirit that you bring this word to the understanding of every listener now and those that will listen in the future. Father Lord, we pray tonight that you will grant me wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of the truth. That I will speak your word, not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but with power and authority. That after these teachings tonight, that you will receive the glory and the blessings is going to what remain with us. We give you all the praise, we give you all the glory. That the eyes of our understanding may be enlightened tonight. Thank you, everlasting King of glory. We bless you for what you have been doing and what you are yet set to do tonight. Blessed be your holy name, for in Jesus' precious mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. So, we, we, once we're looking at the identity and the authority of the believer, what is identity? When, when you hear the word identity, it simply talks about what who a person is. Identity is what who you are, what you're known for. So, when, it, when, it, when you come into branding, you begin to say what? Your name is your brand. You see people trying to say your name is your brand. What you're known for. Well, I mean, when you pick up a product, okay, I mean, the ones that have actually made a name for themselves, you, you tend to hear, okay, just by the name alone, you know what, what it's the, the brand, just by mentioning the name of the brand, you know what it is. And what people go a step further to so okay, ah, that is a very solid product. That is a very what, good product. I've used it over time. It's a very good product. So when you hear the word identity, it simply talks about who you were, who a person is, what the person is was made up of. This is what identity is. And what is authority? Authority what simply what means what delegated power. Authority is what delegated power. When someone what I mean, the higher authority what delegates gives you what authority. In the case of what the, the police. The government uh, empowers what the police. They give them what the authority to stop, to search. You know, they can come into your house with a search warrant. This is what they, they what they have been handed out, delegated. They've been what given what this authority. So when when we say what the identity and the what authority of a believer, what we're just trying to say in essence is that who is a believer. So when we find out who is a believer. We say, what authority was delegated to this believer to function? Because an authority was delegated to the believer. So what authorities are that? Are you using these authorities that are delegated to you? Or, have, I mean, or you say what? Hiding. Every minute you're asking God 
You're looking for what God is going to do for you. There is nothing, okay, God is going to do for you rather than put a seal of confirmation to the what to your authority. This is what heaven is sitting and waiting for. Heaven is not going to do anything. Every work has been finished. Every work has been finished. So when you jump around and you're looking for what heaven is going to do for you, heaven is just watching, waiting for what you you're going to enforce for the backing of heaven. Heaven is just waiting to give confirmation. See, God cannot do anything here on earth without we. The hands, God can't do anything here without us as believers. This is how much, this is how much important we are as believers here on earth. Everything that God has to do here on earth has to be enforced by us. He's not going to what override what creation. Ordinarily, if that is going to happen, then we might as well all of us be in heaven. We should have been in heaven because there won't be any need to have to go through all of this journey when he can actually what do what he has to do. Then do it and what we all what go away from here. So he needs man. So it, it is not enough for you to be shouting what God can do. What are you exercising? What authority are you exercising that was handed out over to you? What authority were you, are you exercising? What, what are you saying? The words are made available for you. Everything was handed out over to you. But what are you making? What are you doing with what was handed over to you? This is what we're going to be looking tonight. So that it, it, this, when, when you get this thing very clearly, what it is going to do, it is just going to transform you and put you into the offensive. This is what it's going to do for you. It is going to transform you and put you what in on the offensive. Because you, you will not come to the point where you'll be hiding away from the devil. You will make the devil, you will, I mean, you will become ignorant of the devil because you've placed the devil what in his place. And you will have time to worship your God. We, we don't have enough time to worship God because we are after we are we are on the defensive. We are on the what defensive, waging attack of the enemy. No, you are supposed to hit the devil hard, such that the devil will become what conscious of you, and you will have time to what, serve your God. God was telling Moses to go and tell Pharaoh, "Let my people go, that they may serve me." You don't serve God when you're on the defensive, waging war with the devil. You become so conscious of the devil that you don't even have time to pray prayer of thanksgiving. You're not have, you don't have time to dwell in the presence of God because you're, there's this battle that you need to fight. Because you've not realized that most of these things you're killing and struggling yourself, they are already a finished work. You are designed to walk in the knowledge of who you are and what? Serve your God. Serve your God. We, I'm, I'm not saying that in the, in the presence of doing this thing that the devil is not going to raise his ugly head. The devil will constantly raise his ugly head. But as much as you know who you are and the authority that is in, available to you, you will not become ignorant. You will be very ignorant of the, consciously ignorant of the devil because you know. And the devil also knows. He knows. The devil knows. The devil knows when you're walking. When you're walking in the knowledge of who you are. The devil is not interested Okay, the devil is not interested in anything. What the devil is interested in is just to what? Is, I said it last week. The devil is contesting with your identity. The devil just wants you to, as in, he does not want you to realize who you are. Because the devil knows that if he realizes what, who, if you realize who you are, he's done. The devil is done. That's not the devil. I mean, as soon as he realizes that, look, this child of God, this believer, 
knows who he is and what he is made up of. The devil what? Is frustrated. He only works with the ignorant what? Of the ignorance of believers. It's a finished work. Alright? It is a finished work. It is what? A finished work. So let's just go through what? Let's go through the scriptures and see what 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 is there for us. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. Let's look at Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. See, see what the Bible says. Say, say. It said, Then God said, Let us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, make man in our what image, according to what our likeness. It said, not physical, but spiritual personality and moral likeness. And let them have complete authority over the fish of the sea, the best of the air, the cattle over the entire earth, and over everything that creeps and crawl on the earth. So let us make man in our own image. It wasn't talking about physical, about the spiritual. So you're made after what? The image and the likeness of God. Does this what equate puts you what in equal position with God? You are a small God, basically. You're made what after the what the image and the likeness of God. So it is one thing for you to be a believer. It is one thing to know who you were in Christ Jesus. If you're on, if you don't realize who you were, you're going to what be walking in mediocrity. And this is what is happening. This is what is happening. We have a lot of Christians roaming around in mediocrity. You do not know who you are. You do not know what authority is available to you. And the devil is having what a free will. The devil is just, is just moving around, oppressing people. When authorities are made available for us as believers. So when are we going to start exercising this authority? When do we start exercising this authority that was made available to us? It is until we come to the consciousness, until we come to the realization of these powers, of who we are, what happened at the cross. Then we begin to function. That is when we are going to reach our full potential as believers. This is when we reach what our full what potentials as believers. You hear a lot of people saying, I am the old sinner saved by grace. You are not an old sinner saved by grace. You are the righteousness of Christ. You are not the old sinner. Because you see people still walking around in sin consciousness. This, there's, there's this, there's this, there's this sin consciousness. You know, you, you think is, is a form of humility. No, you're not, it's not a form of humility. They say your iniquities will I remember no more. Your iniquities will I, so how come you're the one remembering? That this, why, why you? You're not, you're not an old sinner. You're not an old sinner. You're a new, say, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are passed away. So why do you keep living in the consciousness of, I, I, I am an old sinner saved by grace? You are the righteousness. Second Corinthians 5 verse 21. You are what? The righteousness of God. So we need to come what to terms what with this what knowledge. Let's look at Hebrews chapter one verse what three. Hebrews one verse three. See what the Bible says in Hebrews chapter one verse three. It said the sun, the sun, is the radiance and only expression of the glory of God. Reflecting God's Shekinah glory, 
the light being, the brilliant light of the divine, and the exact what representation and perfect imprint of his word, his father's essence, and upholding and maintaining and propelling all things, the entire physical world and spiritual world universe by his powerful words, carrying the universe along to his predetermined goal when he himself and no other had by offering himself on the cross as a sacrifice for sin accomplished what purification from sin and established our freedom from guilt he sat down revealing what his completed work at the right hand of the majesty on high revealing what his divine authority this scripture tells you what the image of jesus christ and this is that same image that we are made up of it is that same image. This is what you're supposed to be radiating what God's Shekinah glory. This is what Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3 is saying to us concerning Jesus. And we are meant to come what in this what order. In this order, we are made in the image. God said, let us. He was talking to Father, Son, and the Spirit. Let us make man in our own image. So you can see that who you are is as important as the authority that is what made available to you. If a policeman, okay, that has been what given authority by the government to exercise his duty decides to remain ignorant, even when you see evil going on and you turn what your eyes over to it, that policeman is what answerable. That policeman can go to jail outrightly. Even when you run away, I mean, when soldiers run away from the war front, I mean, those, those, um, those, uh, their punishment, punishable were to death. So this is, this is, this is what the believer is. You, you're watching evil prevail in our world today because you think that there needs to be a ceremony for you before you were able to function. You're more interested in going to what? See, the devil responds to authority. And this authority is handed out over to you. We are going to look a couple of scriptures tonight. You see outrightly what is made available to you. What is made available to you? What to function. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 4. The book of Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22 to 24. Ephesians chapter 4. We're looking at 22. To 24 see what the bible says that regarding your previous way of life you put off your old self completely discard your former nature which is being corrupted through deceitful word desires and be continually renewed in the spirit of your mind having a fresh untarnished mental and spiritual world attitude and put on the new self the regenerated and renewed nature created in God's image, God-like, in the righteousness and holiness of the truth, living in a way that expresses God, that expresses to God your gratitude for your salvation. See, I mean, this is here for us, Ephesians 4.22. You need that renewed mind, say, and have put up a new man, which is renewed after the image, Colossians 3 verse 10. You need to what come to terms with this what realization. This is what is going to what allow you function 
function as a believer with authority. See, what the apostles in Luke chapter 10 verse 19, they had something, they were, they were, they, they were in full expectation of what? The promise. The death and, okay, let's, let's look at, let's look at Luke chapter 10 verse 19. Let's see Luke chapter 10 verse 19. It says, listen carefully. I have given you what authority that you now what possess to tread on serpents and scorpions and the ability to exercise authority over all the powers of the enemy and nothing will in any way harm you over all the powers, over all the powers. That is why I'm concerned about, I mentioned it last week, Tuesday, when we're having our teaching, when pastors will spend time discussing hierarchy in the spiritual in the demonic world and i'm asking of what importance is your explanation of demonic hierarchy going to do in the life of the believer see we power has been given somebody will, somebody might want to say oh this was given to the apostles now at this time jesus hasn't there was no death and resurrection they were waiting for the promise holy spirit now if the apostles were given power before the death and the resurrection of Jesus, over all what powers of darkness, nothing shall by any means hurt them. How much more you, the regenerated child of God, that what that have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit in him? How much more you? The apostles were handed over to these things before, before Jesus. So somebody said, I appointed them. No, this is what the apostles he gave them. He gave, if he gave the apostles this, how much more you? How much more you that have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you? These are things we need to what? To start, we need to start renewing our mind. We need to start coming to terms with this what? Gospel truth. Because this is the thing that is going to what launch you. You don't be, you don't go into your prayers, okay, on the defensive. You're going to your prayers what on the offensive. The Bible says, "Be strong in the Lord and in the power of His mind." It is not talking about your mind. Be strong in the Lord and in the power what of His mind, not your mind. Because we keep having this, we keep having this thing that uh, there's something we need to do. See. It was it was a finished it was a predestined what work you you, you yourself you, when when Christ sees you he sees the blood of Jesus Christ is what is covering you there was nothing you did not play any role the only thing you did was you believed on the finished work so it is not of your self-righteousness least any man should boast there is nothing we are just saying that look you need to bring Come to terms with what happened at the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus and launch out into what this realm. This is what you're being called into. It is nothing else we're telling you to do. Recondition your mind to understand that, look, the devil has been defeated. The devil has been defeated. You're going to see it clearly. The devil has been defeated. 
there is nothing the devil knows he has been defeated this is why he's contesting this thing with you he does not want you to come to the truth of the gospel that he has been defeated he wants to put you in the position where you think that there's something else you need to do the devil is roaming around endlessly looking for who he's going to manipulate he works with your imagination he sows a seed of thought telling you contesting this thing with you that god has not had your prayer these are the dirty things the devil work with that you need to what, remain conscious of. Because if you don't remain conscious of this thing, you become what? A casual Christian. And there is no place for the casual Christian. There is no place for the lukewarm believer. He's going to spit you out. Cold, you're not cold. Hot, you're not hot. You're, you say, God, he has no place. There is no place for you. There is no place for you. We need to put the devil in his place. And this is just has to do with what you understanding that what? There is power and authority handed out over to you. When you behold him as in a glass, you're changed into the same image as of the glory of the Lord. How do you behold him? It is for you to settle down with the word of God. We are running around. Prayer is not going to do what the Bible, what the word of God is going to do. Prayer would not do it. Prayer will not do what the word of God is going to do. Stop running around seeking for prayers. No, prayer is good. We're not, there is nothing we say. Prayer is very, but what are you praying? What are you praying is my concern. What are you praying? When you lock yourself in and you're having a seven hours prayer on the defensive, then I want to tell you that you're wasting your time, your precious time. You're wasting your precious time. The devil responds to authority. You need to tell me where in the Bible where they needed to fast and pray to cast out one devil. No way. It, there was no, there is no trace of it where this has to happen. More importantly, under this new covenant that we're working, there is no place where you have to fast to get the devil. Say, in my name, you shall cast out devil. In my name, you shall cast out devil. So in, all you need to do is to exercise the authority in the name to get the devil out. But most people, they command the devil to get out and they turn back to look if really the devil has gotten away. That you, that, that you turn back to see if really the devil has gone away is an expression of unbelief. It's an expression of unbelief. I've said it over time. When Jesus spoke of the victory, he did not turn back. It was the apostles that they, they, they turned, the disciples turned back to look and they came back. They called his consciousness to the truth. What did he tell them? So this is what we do. See, we, we live in a universe that was created by words. This is the universe we live in. Words created this universe. And words are of so great importance in the life of the believer. What are you saying? What are you saying? What is coming out of your mouth? What confessions are you making from your lips? You sound defeated. So the Bible says if you fail in the days of adversity, your strength is small. Your strength is small. And what makes your strength small is lack of wisdom, lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge from God's word. Lack of knowledge. See, Ephesians 4, 22 to 24. See what the scripture is saying. We need to, we, we need to what put ourselves what, in this position. We need to. This is what we need to do. So our prayer life is going to be what? Our prayer life will be packed full of revelation. When you go to pray, when you go to pray, you're not going to pray to beg God for the things ordinarily that have been made available to you. You can help people praying for money. The waste of time. These are things that people, this, this is what religion has been able to do. 
religion has crept crypto in that i mean people people block their time and they are praying for 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 money no way heaven is waiting to give back into your request this is why in john 15 verse 7 if you abide in me and my words abide in you you will ask what you will and i am going to do it the word needs to abide in you most people are running away from reading their bibles but they want to pray you have time to pray for seven hours but you don't have time to study your bible for 30 minutes and you think it is empty prayers that is going to keep the devil away no the devil responds the devil responds to the word of god in the beginning was the word the word was the god the word was god the same was in the beginning all things we are made without him there was not anything made that was made in him was life and the life see when the devil hears when you pray in accordance to this word you keep the devil at bay outrightly he stays clear this is the only thing the devil responds to back with faith back with faith not not um you're not reciting scriptures back with faith you know what you're saying you've meditated on this word you've inclined your heart to read your eyes are on it this is what this is when you say it the devil responds to it the devil has no contest with this word he has no contest with this word you say it he might show up a second time you still say it. this is what he did to adam when he met them in the garden of Eden, he was contesting their identity with them. He was telling Eve that the reason why God has told you not to eat this fruit is because when you eat it, you're going to be a God. Why would the devil be reminding Eve that if she eats the fruit, that she's going to be a God? When already they are gods. When same devil met Jesus in Matthew 4, what was he telling Jesus? If you bow down to me, I am going to give you all of this. Are you telling the son of God that owns all of this that you're going to give him? What was that contest about? Identity. Who are you? Who are you? Do you really know who you are? So imagine if Jesus have bowed down again to the devil in ignorance. This is what we are doing. A lot of believers are bowing to the devil in ignorance. How will you be having a seven hours prayer meeting for a devil? But you will not have a prayer, a seven-hour study time to worship God. I would rather you worship God and sing praises to God for seven hours than pray to cast out one devil. See, the entire devil in the universe cannot void one word written in the Bible. The entire devil put together. They cannot void. See, God said, I watch over my word to perform it. The entire devil in the universe, they cannot void one letter in the Bible. So what I, what exactly are you, what exactly are you praying about? What exactly are you praying about? Because if you, you, you'll be wasting your energy. And I thought, by the time you keep going and you keep going, it get, you get into what? The frustrated zone. Right? You get into the frustrated zone. The devil now shows up back again with imagination. Are you sure this thing is working? Are you sure this is actually... Are you sure you're not wasting your time? Are you sure what... Are you, is it not this God that, 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 this God that they say that, is, that answers prayer? What is going on? The devil actually knows you're, in, in, you're, you're, you're praying ignorantly. And it's also what using your ignorance to, what, to manipulate you, to drag you out into the dead zone where he strikes you up properly. There is nothing the devil is going to work with if you don't make anything available for the devil. Actually, there is nothing he's going to work with. There is nothing the devil what is what is going to what work with. Let's look at Romans chapter six verse six. Romans six verse six. 
Look at Romans 6 verse 6. It says, we know that our old self, our human nature without the Holy Spirit was nailed to the cross with him in order that our body of sin might be done away with so that we would no longer be slaves to sin for the person who has died with Christ has been freed from the power of sin now if we have died with Christ we believe that we will also would live together with him because we know the self-evident truth that Christ having been raised from the dead will never die again death no longer has power wrought over him in Ephesians chapter 1 19 sit he was seated at the right hand side of the father Ephesians 2 verse 6 we are seated in him at the right hand side of the father so what are we saying authority has been what handed what over to you let's look at first corinthians chapter what 12 verse 12. we've got these things are scriptures they are written here for you but we don't want to look at these things we want to have a prayer meeting 12 hours night vj to defeat to fight what a defeated devil and the devil is what excited when he sees you in those meetings he's happy the devil is happy because more importantly you're wasted the devil like are they why are they so conscious about me I've been defeated. I know my position. I know my place. But since they are gathering for 12 hours, that means they, they, they feel, they, understand, they think I have power. So I am going to what get. That is why all of the prayers you're praying, do you think that if all of the prayers you're praying, they're actually faith-bound prayers, you've not defeated the devil. So you need to keep just going and going and going till you pass out. You can't. <laughs> Praise the Lord. God is going to help our understanding. This is why Apostle Paul was praying to the church in Ephesians. I cease not to pray for you, that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened, that God will grant you wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of the truth. Let's look at what 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12. It says, For just as the body is one, and yet has what many parts, all the parts, though many, form what only one body, so it is what with Christ. For by one Holy Spirit, we are all baptized into one body, spiritually transformed, united what together. Whether Jews or Greek, Gentiles, slaves or free, we were all made what to drink of one Holy Spirit, since the same Holy Spirit fills what each life. For the human body does not consist of one part, but of many limbs and organs. If the foot says, because I am not a hand, I am not what a part of the body, is not on the word contrary, still what a part what of the body, question mark. Now, I'll tell you, let's read Ephesians, so that we're going to tie up this scripture what, with Ephesians. We need to read Ephesians chapter 1. Verse, I'll read from verse what, 19. Yes, see, 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 what, see what the Bible is saying here. It says, and so that you will begin to, okay, I'll read from 18, so that we'll just get a clear, we want to tie up what this to the first Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12, using what the description of what Christ is the head and what we are the body. It says what, and I pray that the eyes of your heart, the very center of your core, of your being may be enlightened, flooded with light by the Holy Spirit, so that you will know and cherish the hope and the divine guarantee, the confident expectation to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the sense, 
and so that you will begin to know that the what immeasurable and unlimited and what surpassing greatness of what his active spiritual power in us who believe this is in what accordance with the working of what his mighty strength which he produced in christ when he raised him from the dead sit and seated him at his own what right hand in heavenly places far above or far above all rule and authority and power and dominion whether angelic or human and far above every name that is named above every little that can be what conferred not only in this age but age and world but also what in the one to come and he put all things in every realm in subjection under Christ's feet and appointed him as a supreme what authoritative head over all things in the church which is what the body the fullness of him who fills and completes all things in all believers christ is the head and what we are the body does the head function without the body if your head tells you that you need to if you're eating and the head from the head tells you put take your hand put with your head put food in your mouth no it needs your hand to put food what in your mouth all of these things what are part what of the body so if christ is the head of the church and we what are the body this is what first corinthians chapter 12 verse 12 is saying he said for just what as the body is one and yet as many pass and all the pass though many form only one body so it is with christ for by one holy spirit by one holy spirit we were all were baptized in one body. When Jesus was here on earth, the Spirit of God lived in the inside of him. What made him he function what as a comforter? Why he was here on earth on his primary assignment to reconcile us back to God. In all of this journey was three years when he launched at Atelier. So you begin to ask yourself, when he was leaving, what did he say? He said, I am not going to leave you without a comforter. I'm not going to leave you. It is a spirit. I'm going to, the spirit is going to come. This is what a fish, uh, Hebrew chapter 8 is saying in Hebrew chapter 8, verse 11, that you will not need to teach my people these things again, unlike in the old covenant when there has to be a law. You will not need to teach this thing. The reason why that scripture is there is that the spirit of God is going to be indwelling in the inside of you. So when you accept Christ as a Lord and personal Savior, the spirit of God, okay, you, you receive what the baptism of the Holy Spirit. There's an indwelling of the spirit of God in you. The spirit begins to walk with you. You, you, the spirit is living inside of you that is why well, you begin to live in the consciousness of well, who you are because what happens in then that when you do the wrong thing the spirit pricks you oh that is the wrong thing you're doing you repent of that word sin say father lord i receive my forgiveness by faith you don't need to run to a pastor you don't need to wait on sunday as soon as you realize that you've fallen short of god's glory you find yourself a place around you while you're moving, while you're driving. You're able to say, Father, Lord, I seek for your forgiveness this very moment. He said, if I confess my sins, you're faithful and just to forgive me of my sins and to cleanse me from all the righteousness. By faith, I receive my forgiveness tonight. This is how you walk. See, it, it, it is by faith that you're saved through grace. 
By grace you're saved through faith. If it has nothing, see, there is don't make don't make a ceremony out of this thing. Don't make a ceremony out of this thing. The devil wants you to continue in iniquity. When there's a sin, he comes to what walk with that sin. Can you learn how to shut the devil out and tell the devil, Yes, I have fallen short of God's glory? He did not mention that I've fallen short of your glory. You have no place in my thoughts. You have no place in my thought. I have no business with you. And I rebuke you now in the name of Jesus. Go to God in prayer. Because see, when, when, when there's iniquity, when there's iniquity, there's a separation. There's an opening. You're giving room to the devil. This is why you need to what, walk in the consciousness of your relationship. Let, the, let your relationship with God be something what you adore so much that you nothing, nothing whatsoever, anything, you want to come in between your relationship with God. Because there are a lot of there are a lot of churchgoers everywhere. Churchgoers. What are the manifestations? What are the signs we are seeing? What is happening? You see what happened? See the, 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 they, are they were talking about the apostles in Acts of the Apostles. Say they have filled the city with their doctrine. In the city where you live in. And have you filled in that city with the doctrine of heaven? Don't forget, the kingdom of God is within you. This is what Jesus, this was the message Jesus came with. When they asked him, what is the kingdom going to look like? What are we going to be expecting that the kingdom is going to? He said, no, the kingdom is within what you. And what is this kingdom we're talking about? The ways of heaven on earth. The ways of heaven on earth is this kingdom. Is this kingdom we're talking about? We gave a, a very perfect illustration the day we learned about the kingdom. We talked extensively on these things. Now, how Britain colonized Nigeria. What was Britain doing? Everything that was functional in Britain was functional in Nigeria. Did Britain, the Brit Britain, what brought what their doctrine to what their, their way of life to Nigeria? Did the queen live? her palace to come and live in Nigeria. No, the queen did not leave her palace to come to Nigeria. But the Britain was what colonized Nigeria. And the ways, they sent what? A, 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 a governor or a prime minister to administer the affairs in Nigeria. That's an extension of the kingdom of Britain. This is how heaven is. We are redeemed as kings and priests to reign here on earth. You need to begin to reign. You need to begin to reign. And you don't reign without authority. You don't reign without what? Not knowing who you are. So we need to come to terms and begin to function so we can reach our full potential. What Hebrews chapter 1 verse 11 was actually, Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3 was actually telling us, see, Jesus finished his work. And he, after he finished his work, he went to sit down at the right hand side of the Father. Are you going to finish your work? And also what? Return back. This is why Christians don't die. We depart. So when you see a believer die, you say they believe. No, believers don't die. We depart. We already see that we just finish and we depart. This is what is it? We, de we, we, we just leave the, we leave the flesh. We leave the flesh. This is why, this is, this is basically what it is. You, we read in the scripture here, death has been defeated. So we, we're, we're not living in the threat of what death. We're also living in that threat of death because at the end of your assignment, you just depart. So does it, does, it, does it let us know, I mean, does it become very clear to us that we are already seated at the right hand side of the Father? This is what Hebrews chapter 2, verse 4 and 5 says, God being very... God being so very rich in mercy because of his great and wonderful love which he loved us, 
Even when we were spiritually dead and separated from him because of our sin, he made us spiritually alive together with Christ. For by his grace, his undeserved favor and mercy, you have been saved from God's judgment. And he raised us up together with him, that's Christ, when we believed. You see that? He as soon as you believe, you've been raised up together with Christ and seated with him in what heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So I don't, I don't know how else to explain this for you. That See, when you leave this meeting tonight, let your attitude change. Your attitude needs to change. We can't, be, we can't continue like this. No, we can't continue like this. Jesus went about doing good. Healing everyone that was oppressed. How many people, what is it? See, greater work shall you do. You've not even done, we've not even done what Jesus did while he was here in his earthly ministry with the apostles. And you're looking for greater work. You've not done, you've not been able to, to, to reach, to, to come to, I mean, to the level of what was happened. And you look, greater works, you need to, you, you need to even match up what was done. You need to match up what was done. See, we are, we are not we are not in the season we are not in the season of um, grammar. No, it is the gospel, the word, the word. Pay attention to the word. See what God has said concerning you. Meditate on these things. Stay with them day and night. Let your eyes as you're walking wherever. May, let these things be in you. Live in the consciousness of who you are in Christ Jesus. So that when you find yourself, you won't be taken unawares. When you find yourself when things are not, you have authority. You exercise what authority. You exercise what authority. You're able to what puts the devil in his place. When the devil sees you coming, he screeches, he runs away. And he runs. I mean, he goes, no, I, I, I need to stay away. I need to what? Stay away. The Holy Spirit is, it is no longer you who live, but it is Christ who lives in you. The life you live of the flesh, you live what? By the Spirit. So, get this thing, get it, just get it straight up to with you. There is absolutely nothing you're going to what? There is no, there is no ceremony. We don't need to call a feast for this thing. It is just for you to open your mind. Open your mind and get this thing what in the inside of you. If we look at this same what um first Corinthians chapter 12, let's look at 14. Let's look at first Corinthians 12, 14 and 27. See what 14 says. So for the human body does not consist of what one part, but what many what limbs and what organ. Let's look at 27 of that same first Corinthians chapter 12. Verse what when he says, now you collectively are Christ's body. Collectively, all of us, we are Christ's body. And individually, you are members of what? Of it. Each with his own was special purpose. This is where he went on. And he was trying to say, what some of us are appointed, what pastors, priests, and all of that. Helps ministry. See, look, you have been called. You have been chosen by God. You don't need to be in the office of a pastor for you to function. You don't need to be, no, 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 you, this, this, this is not an exclusive gift for pastors, prophets, apostles. No, it is open for all of us. It is open for what all of us. It is just that, look, have you come to terms with this thing? Or you still want to keep playing church? You, see, you, keep want to see, you, you, you still want to keep playing church? This is how, I mean, who's going to take you serious? You want to keep playing church? And this day and time? There is no room to play church. It is either you're in and you want to be in. 
and you remain in and stay in and understand what is said concerning you and you begin to function there is no room the devil is having a free will the devil is just celebrating in our ignorance the devil is just moving about doing things tormenting people we need to we need to we need to put the devil in his place and this is what he does not want any believer to come to terms with if you abide in me and my word abide in you what are you seeking for revelation when the spirit of truth come he's going to what bring to your knowledge all things he's going to explain these things to you things to even come you will live in the know you're not ignorant you will live in the know you have great advantage available to you but what are you making do what are you doing with these things what are we doing with these things there is absolutely nothing we are doing with this we're just going around let's go to church on sunday we'll go to church on sunday we'll come back we throw our bible away when there's a prayer meeting oh the devil has showed up in my house you see people talking all sort of um uh, religious jargon oh oh it scared me to death scared you to death it sounds is it sounds um is probably an idiomatic expression but these are confessions you're making with your mouth. What are your angels going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to tell, well, I'm sorry, I, it was just, um, just a, a, a dramatic expression. I really don't mean it. You really don't mean what? It scared me to death. Oh, it frightened me. Frightened the believer? You need to watch what you say. What comes out of your mouth? You need to watch what comes out of your mouth. There is no, there is no, see, don't give devil, don't give, see, when you say he scared me to death, oh, this sickness, this, this, this my, my I'm, I'm, I'm losing my mind. See, these are, these are, these, these are words, these are seeds that the enemy is waiting for you. As soon as he says it, it goes in, it goes in, things begin to happen. And you're asking, how is these things happening? They are happening because you said them with your mouth. You said them with your mouth. Oh, things are slow. I don't think things are functioning the way also function. I'm caught up with it. You'll be caught up with it. These are words. These are you're ensnared by the words of your you're ensnared by the words, by those words that you say. We need to start talking as believers. We need to remain stay in the consciousness of who we are. See, if if I'm able to get you to realize who you are in Christ Jesus, if I'm able to, if I'm able to make you understand. Who you are in Christ Jesus. My joy we know no bound. Because I, 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 I was in this position ignorantly parading as believers. No, no, I was just a churchgoer. It is until revelation is born out of this world. This is why, see, when you receive these things, you're no longer able to what, have them to yourself. You want to take these things out so that other people, what, the re revelation is going to what, come out. And see, just imagine if believers, everybody, every believer is functioning in the realm of who we are. Just imagine, I'm going to be in my house and the Spirit of God is going to speak. We're going to be walking in the spiritual. We're going to be networked. Our, is, the, the Bible, we just read it now. It is one spirit. We are all baptized into one spirit they are not two spirit so just imagine when that one spirit is functional in the life of every believer that means we, we can open our mouth and make the same sentence like we can open our mouths and make exact the same sentence this is what is expected of us nothing else nothing else nothing else we're not talking about religion I, I don't care what denomination i'm not here to i'm not here to talk about denomination i'm talking about what the power and the authority in the name of jesus whatever denomination you belong to all of these are man-made you know 
doctrines you know doctrines these are these are things made by man they have no place in the kingdom you're not going to go and you'll be asking what church are you coming from oh this church was it no 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 christ is the head christ is the head we are the body we read it in the scripture different different all of us all of us we saw it here now collectively 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 all of us are christ's body collectively so so we, we we need to break this barrier where we where where we think is the thing about denominator no 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 S align yourself align let your relationship what with god stay what intact let's read john as we begin to wind down john chapter 14 verse 12 let's see what john 14 verse 12 is saying see what john 14 verse 12 is saying he said i assure you and most solemnly say to you, anyone who believes in me as Savior will also do the things that I do. And he will do even greater things than this in extent and outreach because I am going to the Father. He has gone to the Father. He has finished his assignment. He has gone to the Father. And he has left us here to function in that same capacity. Not one less thing was taken away. Nothing was, not, there was no, nothing, no, he said, he did not say, okay, I'm going to take this one away. You don't need this one. No, 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 no. He did not, he did not say that. He did not say that. Let nobody, let nobody make something out of all of these things. Read this text. He said, I am not going to the Father. You're going to do, continue for where I stop. Continue. And I'm expecting to see greater things you will do, even when I have come back to the Father. So heaven is waiting for this confirmation. Heaven is waiting. Whatsoever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatsoever you lose on earth is losing heaven. So what does that tell you? That heaven is waiting to give backing to your declaration. What are you saying? What are you saying? Oh, my husband is this. You're, you're on the negative. Never confessing scriptures. You're not confessing scriptures. Every time you open your mouth, you're saying one negative thing about your family, about your child, about your parents, about the country, about your job, about your relationship. You're just you're on the negative. And the devil is just busy working because the devil needs those works to function. Same way heaven needs those words, scriptural words to function on your behalf when you say them in faith. As you say them and you believe them on the negative, the devil we get to walk. The devil will get to walk and he's going to walk full time and heaven's hand will be tied. Heaven's hand will be tied. Why? Because you have given the devil what to walk with. What to what walk with. And the devil will walk fully, fully to reach what is full what potential. Let's read, let's, let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 17. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 17. See what that scripture says? Say, but the one who is united and joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Say, run away from what sexual, what immorality in any form, whether thought or what behavior, you know, whether visual or written. Every other sin that the man commits is outside the body. But the one who is sexually immoral sins against his own body. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit? So the Holy Spirit is dwelling on the inside of you. The Holy Spirit what is dwelling what in the inside of you, whom you have received as a gift from God. 
and that you are not what your own what property you were bought with a price you were actually purchased with the precious blood of jesus and made his own so then honor and glorify god in your body honor and glorify your body in your body is not specifically you being um, just abstaining away from sexual immorality honor and glorify god with your body so we just need to we we, we need to what come to what terms come to terms with what what has happened let's read what ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 10 to 18 ephesians chapter 6 10 to 18 we're just rounding up ephesians chapter 6 10 to 18 see what the scripture is saying it says in conclusion be strong in the lord draw your strength from him and be empowered through what your union with him and in the power of his word boundless what might put on what the full armor of god for his what precepts are like what the splendid armor what of heavily armed soldiers so that you may be able to successfully stand up against all the schemes and the strategies and they were deceits of the devil so when you put on this full armor you'll be able if you list if you, if you read the list of what this armor you will see that what puts you what puts you on the offensive is the word of god Okay, it says above all, lift up what your protective word, shield of what faith, with which you can what extinguish all the flaming arrows what of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword what of the spirit, which is the word of God. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. This is what puts you on the offensive. This is what you use to strike the devil. You don't he is he not say use use prayer. He use the word, the sword, the sword, the sword of the spirit, the word of God. This is what you use to hit the devil. When the devil met Jesus, what was it? He was quoting scriptures. This the devil was good, and Jesus was repeating, it is written. The first one, it is written. Second, it is written. After the third one, he departed. Because the devil wants to reinforce and use what scriptures to want to what tie up and what this deceitfulness. You read it there. When you put on this, you'll be able to what the strategies and the deceits of the devil. But it is the word of God you need. You need to start spending time. Okay, spend time with God. Ask the Holy Spirit to explain these things to you. Because when you come to the realization of who you are i'm telling you your prayer you 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 will listen to yourself pray and you'll say what has really changed what has changed is that you've received revelation these scriptures are meant to be discerned you, you don't understand them they are not they are not literatures they are not they are not uh, meals and booms you, you you read and um, get aside no 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 this you discern you discern you need to ask the holy spirit to reveal this thing to me what is the spirit behind the the author what spirit all scriptures are written by the expression of the holy spirit so you're also engaging that same holy spirit you know what is the accent why 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 was this thing penned down and these revelations will be born out. and when you receive them joy you, you i mean if someone is sitting next to you there's this you, 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 you scream for joy because revelation has come excitement is filled your faith in god is reinforced over time your faith is reinforced solidly in God. Say, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. It is not in your own power. It is not what in your what own power whatsoever. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. The final text I'm going to be reading tonight is 1 Peter chapter 1, 18 to 25. See, you can be a Christian and a barren Christian. 
you can be a barren Christian. Yes, we're going to see the first Peter chapter one. You can be a barren Christian. There is there is that 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 you believe that you believe is not enough, but you also need to what come to terms. They say for what? For as much as ye know that ye were not what redeemed with what corruptible things as silver and gold from what vain conversation received or by tradition or from our father, but with the precious blood of Jesus as what as of the lamb without what blemish and spot, who verily was foredained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest what in this word last time for you. Let's 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 look at I think it's um, Second Peter. I think it's second sorry second peter chapter one second peter chapter one we'll read from verse from verse four it said whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promise that by this ye might be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust and beside this giving all diligence add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge knowledge of what knowledge of god and to knowledge what temperance and to temperance patience and to patience godliness and to godliness brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness charity and if and for if these things be in you and abound they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our lord jesus christ if these things they abound if they are in you they make you Okay, that you will not be barren and unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord. Are you seeing that a lot of us are unfruitful, barren in the knowledge of our Yes, you've come to believe whosoever, whosoever, and whosoever is whosoever. When you come in, it doesn't stop there after you accept it. You need to what not continue to build what, that relationship, which is what God was interested in about when he sent his only son after the fall of man in the garden. He had to send, say, look, there had to be a way to rearrange this thing and get these people back to myself again. I want this relationship. I am more interested in this relationship than any other thing again. And he sent his what? His son. He says, see verse 9, he said, but he that lacked these things is what blind and cannot see afar off and had forgotten that he was purged from his own sin. Wherefore, the rather brethren, give diligence to make your calling an election show for if you do these things you will never fall this was what this james was also what saying don't be like that the person that after looking yourself in the mirror when you take your face away you forget who you are this is what most of us do after looking through the word of god we take our face away at the slightest challenge the things that come out of our mouth will marvel you You'll be wondering, is this person a believer? No. Find time to take these words inside of you. Cut down the time to spend watching movies, unproductive movies, and spend time with God's word. If you have to cut your sleep short, cut your sleep short. By strength shall no man prevail. It is not a sleep that beats up your strength. Your strength is from the Lord. David was saying, I will look up to the hills from where cometh my strength. This time there is no hill to look up to. At the time when Moses was saying that there is a hill, I'm going to look up to the hill from where comes my head. There was no Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is inside of you. I will look inside 
from where comments my help. Your help is in the inside of you. You're not there is no heel you have to look up to. You look in the inside of you now. Under this new covenant, the spirit of God doesn't indwelling in the inside of you. So always look inward. Always look inward before you'll be looking for where to look for. You know, you're looking for a hill. David looked up to a hill because of the lack of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit at the time. But the Holy Spirit now dwells on the inside of you. So look right there in the inside of you. From where comment you what you have. So if you have to call down your sleep, call down your sleep. If you have to lose, if you have to do anything you have to do, treasure is so much that what you pay attention to God's word, that you're looking what at God's word, that you're paying attention, you're building up what your most holy faith. You're doing this thing, you're praying the Holy Ghost. You're praying the Holy Ghost, you're studying this word, you're feeding your spirit man, you're coming to the point. Where you begin to function, I mean, if you want to do something, you need to do it and do it very well. For, for I mean, do it and do it very well. Why do you want to be very casual about this thing? Why do you give your whole time to your job, but when it comes to the things of God, you're very casual about it? Why? And why, how do you think you're going to be very, you're going to be, you're, 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 you're going to, you're going to be, how, how am I going to put it? For, for something you're very casual about, you can't be a master in this thing. So you need to pay attention to these things. Begin to what? Cut down these things that does not add anything to you and begin to spend time with God's word. I said, I don't, I don't, I don't mind if you do this thing for 30 minutes. If you do this thing for 30 minutes every day, 30 minutes every day, you will come to terms. You will realize what this word is doing to you. This world will be, as we behold him as in a glass, we are changed into the same image as of the glory of God. So when you look at this world, as you keep your eyes on God's world on a regular, you will be transformed into the same image. He said, and had be renewed according to the image. This image needs to be formed from the inside, but it is the word of God you put on the inside of you that is going to, you have power. You don't know what power is available you don't know what measure of power is available to you. And my prayer for you tonight is that God is going to what grant you wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened. I don't know if there's anybody in this meeting tonight on Facebook, on Zoom. You've missed it. You, I mean, you've missed it or you've not been saved at all. You don't, you don't really understand what we're talking about. You want to give your life to Christ tonight. I mean, we're very much available to lead you to Christ. Say, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. With the heart, man believe it. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. All you just need to do is to believe these words you've heard tonight. And you say, Father, come into my heart. I, I mean, I, I, I've been saved before, yes, quite well. But I don't think I've gotten this thing right. I think I need to begin to... Um, he's very much... You don't know... See why you were yet sinner christ died for you he has designed this thing for you he has designed it for you the will of the father is to see all men saved and come to the knowledge of the truth so god is very arms are open wide to receive you tonight you don't need to do any ceremony you don't need to have a feast you don't need to show me your face you don't need to put on your face no no no, no. just quietly pray this prayer with me wherever you are and that will be you delivered from the kingdom of darkness and translated into the kingdom of his dear son and you begin to what to reign let's pray tonight say father i pray for anyone here listening to me that once has received this word and they believe that you are the son of god 
I pray for them tonight. That Father Lord, according to your word in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, so if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. That all things are passed away, and behold, all things have become new. So whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, that person will be saved. And Father, I pray for them tonight. Let the blood, the cleansing blood of Jesus, wipe away every sin tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. Father Lord, we ask, Lord, that the finished work of Christ on the cross of Calvary will speak louder in their lives tonight and translate them into the kingdom of your dear son. Thank you, Father Lord, if there's anyone here that has been saved but they have left because of one issue, they are faced with one challenge or the other, and the devil used that as an instrument to pull them away from you. We pray for them tonight. That, Father Lord, you will lighten the, their eyes of their understanding and bring them back into the fold. We take them in. You are giving no room to the devil to make a mess of any believer. No one believer will be snatched away from the kingdom. In the mighty name of Jesus, we seal them tonight with the precious blood of Jesus and will release your power over them. Thank you, Father. We we'll give you all the praise for the amazing things you're doing, for the testimonies we've been receiving. Father, Lord, even from these teachings, it is to your glory and to your glory alone. Blessed be your holy name. We'll give you all the praise and all the glory. For in Jesus' precious mighty name we have prayed. Amen. If you have prayed that prayer tonight, I want to tell you, this is the same thing that happened to me. That is, a, that is you. That is you. Don't be, don't, don't be, don't be carted away by the simplicity. The devil, the devil might come in again to tell you how do you think that that simple prayer has translated you. No, shut the devil out. Shut the devil out. Give no room to the devil. Resist him, and he's going to what? Flee away from you. Don't entertain any imagination. Say, casting down all imagination and every high thing that exhausts itself against the knowledge of the truth. So use your mouth. Use your mouth to cast any negative thought that the devil might want to come to you. Pick up your Bible and begin what? To study. Start studying your Bible. Say, Holy Spirit, I want to know. And the Holy Spirit is going to come. He's always available, ready to teach us these things. There is no man that has the monopoly of revelation from God. Nobody has this monopoly. This is open to everybody. Say, whosoever, whosoever, this whosoever is you, is me, is the apostle, is the bishop. All you're seeing is men that dedicated themselves to want to know. That is just, and if you dedicate yourself, you, he will also reveal himself to you. This is just basically, so get to find time, spend time with God, and these revelations will be made available to you, and you begin to, Lord, live your full potential. Thank you, and God bless you for giving out your time, one hour of your time, one hour, ten minutes of your time tonight to hear this word. I pray that God is going to reward you. For this time you've made available to hear this word, you're not going to go unrewarded. The re blessings of God is going to what encompass round about you. Anywhere the soles of your feet are tread upon, God has already given it up to you. So you begin to what to speak the blessings of God and take what the promises of God upon your life that has been what made available. Thank you and what God bless you. We'll see same time next week Tuesday as we will share God's word. God bless you and God bless you all in Jesus' name. Amen.